incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the final latest PS5 episode of 2021. And it's a special one this year. It's not fully our Game of the Year awards. You know, we were thinking, yeah, we can do a top five. But luckily, um, Asim got in contact a few weeks back. NGB had a dropout, part-timer, whoever you were. Um, <laughs> and he asked me to join on the NGB show to do um, their Game of the Year, where we ran down our top five. I'll put the link for that in our description so if you want to see uh, like a full game of the year which has got some great games and some fun banter in there click that link watch that video support ngb as well asim will give you all the details towards the end of the show but for this episode it's a special one as i mentioned we have asim how are you doing asim you good i'm good i'm good ready to talk uh gaming and 2021 and just yeah um can't wait to there's some interesting categories, so yeah, can't wait yeah, to yeah, get, definitely. get into it. Yeah, some very interesting ones. <laughs> and you heard him there, ladies and gentlemen, the shit talker himself, Mr. Alex <laughs> Sylvester. How are you doing, Alex? Yeah, give as good as I get, man, definitely, man. But Listen, anyway. I have, to give, I have to give you kudos. Soak this moment in. Props where props are due. Switch hits 100 million. It beats the PS4's time frame. Who would have thought the toy Maybe manufacturer who would have thought would this has been predicted? We were talking about this for months on end. Yeah, 100 million. They're the fastest console to hit 100 mil. Well, and they beat the DS. They even beat the DS their own handheld. Listen, listen, can I just say, it's, it's, can I, in, in, in fair play, but in PS4's defense, that's just a home console, yeah? And it's not a toy. So with that being said... Uh, Whatever, it's a hybrid console, man. Sony can't even do that yet. Yet, yet. Don't worry, they'll copy. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. But um, obviously, this episode, we're going to run down categories sent in by you, the listeners, for 2021. Uh, we'll end it with the final one, which will be our top three game of the years. But we've got different categories, uh, things such as most exciting announcement, biggest disappointment. So we're going to run through them. And then obviously, we'll get to those final three, which will be at the end of the show. So with that being said, uh, we're going to go into the first one. Alex, I'm going to start with you. So Sam emailed in and said that his most exciting announcement for 2021 was during the Sony showcase, and that was Wolverine. As a big Marvel fan myself, I sat there thinking to myself, am I going to see Spider-Man? And then lo and behold, Wolverine came. My beer went in the air like an England <laughs> match in an international tournament. <laughs> Um, what were your most exciting or what was your most exciting announcement of 2021? Um, I think I have to join Sam with the Wolverine announcement as well as the uh, Spider-Man 2 announcement. That that moment right there. You're cheating, like, one announcement. That moment right there, yeah, was just like Christmas came early. Uh, obviously, we've been wanting a, a great Wolverine game since. Was it Wolverine? Unleashed, what was the last big one? X-Men Origins Wolverine, yeah. yeah. Origins, yeah, 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 that yeah, game, yeah. that just changed. That I mean, that changed, that redefined Wolverine in the movie uh, universe as well. So I'm looking forward to a game which is just going to have that same type of impact. And now with the latest technology, using haptic feedback and resistance triggers, I'm sure it's just going to be phenomenal. But Spider-Man 2, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, my Spider-Man right now is just killing it. Have you seen No Way Home? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers. But yeah, uh, that would be my two, but it'll be Wolverine. I'll I'll meet Sam on that one. Just before be we fair. move on, you obviously didn't catch the reference. Do you know what the, the, the PlayStation reference was? The move 
that they put in No Way Home from the game. Did you? No. no. So do you know when he's swinging to see Jamie Foxx? There's mm-hmm. a bit where it goes like a 2D and the camera goes back and he's in the, like a dusty cloud. He does the move with the knees and the arms at the back. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, play, yeah, yeah. Which was taken that. from the PlayStation game. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Nice, so, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll have to crack that up. Um, nice. But, I mean, for me, uh, the most exciting announcement came a lot of mine at the beginning of the year because Sony were just dropping bombs at the beginning of the year. And the 23rd mm-hmm. of February, I remember I phoned Alex. I was like, are you free? We need to record an episode now because PlayStation <laughs> VR 2 has just been announced on the PlayStation <laughs> blog. Oh, That's my God. For this year, is it? <laughs> I was so excited. Exactly. Yeah, that was yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, early February, well, late February mm-hmm. happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, we were hyped on PSVR and you know, we talked about the technology because the PlayStation 5 had just come out two or three months before. So we thought about, imagine what VR could do with that power and then bang out of nowhere, Sony announced, yes, we are making next generation um, VR headset and then the controllers, you know, but what really excited me, what made it so exciting was the tech. They're going yeah. all out on the technology in this thing. You know, I couldn't believe yeah. it, you know. So no. for me, it was the it PlayStation VR announcement. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Mm-hmm. Asim, your most excited, exciting announcement. I'm still got 22 in my mind isn't it, from the last episode <laughs> we just recorded. But your most exciting announcement of 2021. Um, so not including the eFootball yeah. gameplay trailer because we know <laughs> we were all excited for that. I mean, I thought that that was going to be a Star Wars thing because it was scrolling, <laughs> the, the was scrolling down the trailer. No, uh, but on Star Wars, uh, my one was from the. Um, was actually from the Game Awards uh, recently. Um, probably uh, um, it was a Star Wars Eclipse announcement, which was mm-hmm. uh, the game that Quantic Dream are doing. Um, yeah, I I know their their stuff is usually very uh, um, divisive in terms of like you know we're talking about Heavy Rain, uh, you're talking about Beyond uh, Two Souls, uh, you're talking about um, the, uh, the last one as well, Detroit Become Human. You either love them or you hate them um the but you can't doubt that they you know they do whatever they create it will evoke emotions either way like you mm-hmm. either love it hate it then there'll be kind of no in between it's not mean like you can't be just okay with their games which is what i like uh I, I believe the game medium should evoke strong emotions whether it's you know love hate whatever but i'm a fan of their stuff um from like like from the heavy rain days like like to now to like to detroit so see to see them get hold of a license um and to work on work on something from the star wars universe something original that's what excites me about the announcement i didn't expect mm-hmm. it that there was no leaks beforehand it was like okay this is this is happening quantum yeah. dream and star wars um yeah. and it, i know it was like a it was like a cgi trailer so no so no gameplay yet it's quite early but it just excites me to see what they will work or you know what they will do within the star wars universe because there's some good stories being told on like um the Mandalorian, etc., and like the Book of Boba Fett, that's, that's just come out. So there's good stories outside the main movies now being told around the Star Wars universe. Yeah, um, yeah. and I feel like Quantic Dream, whether uh, whether again, whether you love them, hate them, they tell a, a story that will evoke some emotion for you. And their gameplay is usually pretty decent as well. And they pr- try to push tech as well, so the game will look amazing. <laughs> you know, more than yeah. likely. Um, so yeah, um, that that's my. That that was uh, my most most exciting announcement of 2021. Yeah, they're, they're unique as well. The way they like use those controls, you know, as you're crawling, you actually literally feel like absolutely, you absolutely, various yeah. buttons. It actually feels like you crawl. And yeah. uh, I heard that this game is going to be a lot more um, action based as well. So they might, yeah, 
it's, 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 they're going to be ticking all the boxes, hopefully. You know, hopefully. so I'm Fingers looking crossed. forward to it as well. Fingers yeah. crossed. I'll be honest, for that game, I don't want action. I want deep story that change. I want to change. I want Mass Effect, uh, higher levels of Mass Effect changing this. Imagine Star Wars, like, and you're changing this story and you're creating your own Star mm. Wars story. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The action will be great nonetheless, right? But I've got Jedi Fallen Order 2 and that for action. I want, like, deep story and, like, tree dialogue mm. trees and everything. Yeah. Like, That's I want it to exciting. be crazy. Yeah. Um, they'll have it. They're going to have all of that. And I oh, think yeah, that, that was just the one aspect was they needed yeah. to work on the action, I think. And, like, I think they're listening, you know? So yeah. hopefully they got the right balance of all those elements. I mean, and we don't and, have uh, to worry about visuals, man. They, they, they've always set the barometer for visuals on PlayStations yeah. when they've released Bad. the game. um, we'll move on so (laughs) Javesh uh, tweeted in and he was like I almost had heart palpitations when PlayStation games started turning up on PC (laughs) Javesh you fanboy don't matter okay more people get to play the game that's the good thing right and you know Sony was selling at full price so it's fine Um, (laughs) what was your biggest shock moment of 2021 Uh, we'll go with you Asim to start on this one my biggest shock. Can I pick something kind of outside the PlayStation universe? Oh yeah, yeah, dude, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so my biggest shock was the the whole thing with the Steam Deck. Um, I didn't expect uh, Valve to like you know the, the console spaces. Obviously, it's PlayStation, my, uh, Microsoft, Xbox, and Nintendo. Uh, and you know they 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 have the PC pretty much like sold down with Steam. You know, uh, mm-hmm. get the client there. So like they don't really need to need to do hardware to be honest. But here it is. Like they announced the Steam Deck. Obviously, it's been delayed. Uh, but it's a real thing. It's coming. It's not like uh, it's not coming. Like people have pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered one as well just to see what what the hype is about. Um, yeah. So I did. Yeah. I mean, that to me, when I when I saw the announcement, I was like, Nah, this got to be a fake. Uh, and then I went on to actual actual you know proper websites and still seeing people talk about it on Twitter. And there was lots of buzz. You know, uh, Valve getting into like the con- essentially it's the console space. Really, like mm-hmm. they're looking to take on. Um, essentially, just, Nintendo. I was yeah. going to say they're going to trying. It's a dangerous yeah. move, you know. But they're going. It is. It is. It is. Um, so whether or not it's a success or not, it's it's a it's a it's a interesting move they make, and it was definitely a shock to me, like to see like, wow, they're they're looking properly moving into like the hardware space, especially handheld, looking to tackle Nintendo. I mean, but, what uh, excites what excites me the most about this game about the Steam Deck, I want one as well, is the yeah. fact that mm-hmm. Valve have turned around and says you can put whatever you want on there exactly. to run it. And that basically means you have a portable Steam player, a portable PlayStation Now player, a portable Game Pass player, and a Nintendo emulator, and a Mega Drive emulator, and anything that's emulated on PC. You can put on this, you basically have, it's the the history of video games in your hand, you know, it's the ultimate. And um, yeah, I'm excited for it as well. You can put Game Pass on it as well, and that's it. That's what I'm saying, you know what I mean? It's it's, going to be insane. I mean, it's a shame it looks like, it looks like, it's a shame it looks like a Game Gear, let's be honest, right? Because it doesn't yeah, look like a fucking it's a bit Game bulky, Gear. Yeah, it's a bit bulky, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah. But I heard it's very ergonomic, yeah. though, even though it is a bit awkward to look at. Um, yeah. It's quite yeah. comfortable. You know, it's going to be so. amazing. And me and Alex, we had it on our to-do list for an episode uh, on the latest PSX about the Steam Deck, but we th- it, it got delayed, didn't it? So we thought, right, we'll wait a little bit and then we'll go from there once we get a lot more information, because I'm sure me and Alex will pick it up as well. But Alex, before we move on to you, for your biggest shock moment for me, fucking hell, I've got a a feather in the cap for Microsoft. I mean, we knew that MLB The Show was coming to other platforms, but when they announced day and date on Game Pass, I was shook. I was like, whoa, 
that is one bit slap to the face of Sony. The <laughs> fact that they managed to turn around, go to MLB, pay a ridiculous check to get MLB the show onto um, Game Pass. But to show you how big MLB is now, the um, the NPD group, which obviously um, data mines and puts all the sales figures for games in the United States, uh, do not count Xbox sales in MLB The Show because they always put the platforms in order of the bestseller. Yet it's still in, in the top four for uh, best-selling game of 2021. Now, I mean, yes, you get access to it on Game Pass, but there's some people who don't have the internet capabilities for Game Pass and have an Xbox and probably bought MLB as a game. So, but that was a big shock to me. The fact that Sony just did not got blindsided, did not see it happening, and just got the the rug pulled from under them by Microsoft. I thought, oh, Microsoft just pulled a Sony PS4 move on them. You know what I mean? I was just like, <laughs> shot fired. Interest. So mm-hmm. Sony got pissed off and bought fucking Housemark, didn't they? So it was just like, what? I mean, I was deliberating between two. It was MLB mm-hmm. and it was Bethesda, but we knew the Bethesda was a slow burn anyway. Mm-hmm. But the MLB just like I woke up one morning like holy shit <laughs> like yeah, whoa <laughs> like, it was the same it was the yeah. same thing it was the same thing asked him I thought it was fake yeah, when yeah. I saw the headline <laughs> I thought that's gotta be fake Sony are not that dumb yeah I and then when the you read it was like a mock up I was like what what are you talking about now? yeah and then I thought that, I thought that's fake and then when I realized that so I was like Sony can't be that dumb they're not that dumb oh my god they are that dumb and they <laughs> let it go and it was yeah it was a, a shock moment for me. But um, Alex, what was your biggest shock moment of 2021 besides Zelda not getting a release date? <laughs> oh, no, uh, you were adamant it was shock. getting a release date. You were adamant. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I was, I was you hoping, were like, it's I was getting hoping. it. It's getting it. Should have been. I mean, I'm, surely I'm you would be shocked by no proper Nintendo upgrade like the Switch, like 4K. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 I didn't expect okay. it. I didn't expect okay. it. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, the uh, uh, my biggest shock actually, I mean, we've already mentioned it, uh, was the PSVR 2. That was a massive shock, you know, when mm-hmm. they actually announced the controllers. When 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 they showed it, I was like, hold on, this is is this on point? Is this on schedule? Because the console literally just got released like <laughs> a yeah. few months before, exactly, you know, and then like, bam, okay, here we are, PSVR 2. I was like, wow. They're definitely Sony's definitely uh, creating this momentum that they're going to be, you know, throwing all their big guns at it, and they're going to be having this big, massive experience starting with the, the console and then going on to VR. And the only thing that kept on screaming in my mind was Ready Player One. Yeah, we're, we're pushing to that reality now, you know, because if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Sony. So, and the fact that they started, you know, uh, trip feeding all their information about the haptic feedback and the um, the resistive triggers, you know, which are going to be used, and then what we then heard subsequently, you know, with the uh, the headset actually. Having having haptic feedback on that as well which we also mentioned on one of our previous shows before mm-hmm. it even happened yeah it just that just brought freaking just music to my ears man so yes it was a happy shock you know it didn't give me a heart attack but it was freaking welcomed yeah so the psvr it's too I, cho- it's, I love the fact that i chose these questions because mm-hmm. like that's my exciting that's your shock so we could see a cross <laughs> yeah. of announcements and yeah. stuff like that that's which would be really interesting <laughs> and, to, and to show that vr is actually growing now i mean the biggest app seller for apple in december was oculus was it was it app? was it i can't remember the biggest app selling sorry was oculus yeah because people are getting hype you know the oculus quest 299 all ready yeah. to go mm. psvr one one wire let's see how much it costs let's see if they can get the yeah. components for it we'll see um if. if we go on that one uh but yeah great question Jives. thank mm. you very much uh, we'll move on to carlos um my biggest oh my god moment so, like, uh, for him, and this is interesting, as I just mentioned it, was MLB The Show on Game Pass. That made him shout, oh, my God, 
on that one. Um, I'll go first on this one. My biggest oh my god moment was the last 20 minutes of the Sony showcase in the beginning of September because I'm not going (laughs) to lie, we sat there, we were watching. I wasn't yawning like at Microsoft's Gamescom. That was horrendous. That you know what I mean. That could actually be as a biggest shock moment, right? But um, I mean, I was, I was honestly, honest to God, I was sitting there, and I was a bit, I, I was disappointed. I was like, okay, these are average. You know, these aren't great. You know, where's the Sony first party? Q twenty minutes towards the end of the show, Herman Holst, that jacked up Dutch guy with his shirt, tight shirt, comes on the screen. Everything you're about to see from PlayStation, I'm like, oh, shit, here we go, here we go. You know, this is Neo. He just realized he's the one and he stopped the bullet. Here we go. And then, dude, dude, oh, my God. You start with Uncharted. Okay, that's fine. Okay, Wolverine out of nowhere, Insomniac. You've left your guard down now. You're like... Oh my god, they let you they knew what they were doing because then they purposely put Gran Turismo 7 there to calm you down. And if you watch live reaction videos on YouTube, that whole gra- I feel sorry for Gran Turismo 7. Yeah, it's a fucking no, stunning people, trailer. But everybody's talking about Wolverine for the whole fucking time. And then right at the end, yeah, Gran Turismo 7 looks good. And it and then <laughs> that's what I love is like you dropped your guard at that point, and then Spider-Man 2 came. And everyone, mm-hmm. like, shit went through the roof. Like, it was stunning. Like, Luke Shaw scoring yeah. in the final in the first two minutes. Like, ah, <laughs> Viva Ronaldo, see! You know? <laughs> but, I mean, it was the fact that if you watch our live reaction video, I get double jeopardy because I think it's infamous first. Yeah. And I get so excited. And then I get I drop my guard down. Then I realize it's Spider-Man. And then there's Venom in there. We're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then but... just when I thought, right, I can get my heart palpitations back to normal, Kratos is sitting there. I'm like, oh, shit. Tony just went. I mean, if you think about it, they could have spaced them out in between two or three of the trailers they did throughout the show. And we would have been like, yeah, great show, great. It's like they deliberately made us think, this is not turning out what we want it to be. And then it was just like, boom, 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 bang, bang. I was like, oh, my God. So that was my biggest, like, oh, my God moment. Because I just couldn't believe. I was just going from, like, how am I going to I was literally sitting there thinking, how am I going to defend this show to Alex? Because he's going to slate the fuck out of it. And then, the, and then Herman Holst came on. I was like, thank flipping God. You know what I mean? I was like, thank God. He's saving me now. Let's do this. And then it was just like, boom. It was absolutely stunning. But I mean, Alex, your biggest oh my God moment for 2021. Yeah, uh, I mean, there, there was there was a few. And it seems like we're just touching on them over and over again because they were pretty epic. Um, the Wolverine announcement was, that was brilliant <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean it's my exciting moment it was my oh my god moment as well um it was just the fact that we haven't seen a game like that you know announced in a, in a in a while and it was the fact that it was not really announced at all you know there was no rumors about it nobody really thought about wolverine everyone's kind of focusing towards the marvel avengers and you know spider-man but mm-hmm. the fact is that they actually saw you know we saw the claws come out i was thinking frick you know they're actually going to do it they're actually going to you know they're going to give us exactly what we want um but if i was to throw a little honorable mention in there because you know i've got to uh <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the Breath of the Wild 2, man. Oh, yes. You know, Breath of the Wild 2. Just seeing that, buddy. On, like, it wasn't just like a, um, you know, like a CGI trailer. They were showing gameplay, you know. They were showing the different mechanics that were going to be used for the game and how they're actually evolving the game from the first one, you know. And that was just welcomed. And I know that fans everywhere, both Nintendo, Sony, and Xbox alike, all rejoiced and realized that, yes, the gods have definitely come down, actually, showing the blueprint of how to make a it was your biggest game. It was, it was your biggest <laughs> 
oh my god moment because they dropped the ball through the whole of 2021 and then shut up, up. They the shut up. <laughs> but can i just say asim before we move on to yours um yeah. it's also my biggest regret that wolverine was shown without a crowd without a live crowd in an arena now if you go back and you watch kratos yeah. get reintroduced <laughs> on stage and the crowd in the background or if you go to playstation experience for the last of us 2 announcement and the crowd in the background and you just think to yourself like yeah those moments where the you got grown men and media <laughs> and that just going batshit crazy yeah. like you you i'm sure you were there i said that that the magic e3 i've been you know yeah was that that i was at the e3 where where they announced final, like final fantasy 7 remake yeah, and exactly People were throwing their shirts in the crowd and shit. <laughs> you could just imagine, like, everybody in the crowd, when those claws come out, it would have just been, that a, would have been yeah, a a simultaneous, like, roar. It would have been absolutely, it would have been one of the loudest Same. moments. And it's just a big regret yeah. that we haven't had that for so long. You know what I mean? But yeah. I said, your biggest, oh my God, moment. So mine's slightly different um, to you guys. Mine's from an, from an actual game, from playing a game. Um, so uh, I don't know. I know Sunny's played Resident Evil 8, uh, so Resident Evil Village. Um, so there's a moment in the game, uh, uh, Alex, this is going to get spoiled for you because I'm, I'm going to talk for it, about go it. For it. Go for it, go um, for it. There's a moment in the game, Sunny will know once, once I start talking about it. You, you're, you're, you're playing as Ethan, obviously. You're escaping the castle. You escape the castle. His hand gets cut off, right? Um, and you're like, okay, his hand gets cut off. Like He just pulls out a bottle, puts like oh. a, some disinfectant on it, and it just sticks the hand back on. And just sticks, literally just sticks the hand back on. I'm just sitting there like, oh my days, what is going on here? This is like, how has how he just managed to put his hand back on? Like, can he's I got do that? that? He's, got, he's, he's got that black goo he's, voodoo he's, stuff. Yeah, he's, he's got, got that goo. He's got it. He's got it. From I, just, I remember that from Seven. I, <laughs> I mean, they can do anything was, with that freaking disinfectant bottle. I was just sitting there. I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where to laugh or to cry. Yeah. Or to look. <laughs> I was just like, what the yeah, hell just is think, happening? What the fuck? <laughs> I was can just sitting there. Can I, can I just stick with you, uh, my honourable mention? As It was a close yeah. second. It was between the Sony last 20 minutes and... Uh, when you're in the house, Asim, and you get the PT baby. Yeah, and yeah, it, that like, was that was up there as well. That was up there as well. <laughs> it was disgusting. And like, oh my god, what the fuck? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I love this next award. Uh, this is from Drew, and he <laughs> writes in, "Hey guys, love the show. Listen to every episode in 2021. Absolutely love your banter. I'm a big UFC fan as well. I know you've mentioned it throughout the words uh, throughout the years. Also excited for WWE 2K22. Hey, we've got Asim on the show. And then it, um, as a big UFC fan, my favorite fighter is Nate Diaz. And he coined the line, I'm not surprised, motherfucker, after winning a fight. So I want to throw that line to you as a category. What was your I wasn't surprised, motherfucker, of 2021? So what he basically means is what didn't surprise you in 2021? <laughs> like you knew that something was going to happen. You're Hello? laughing. Ask him, don't do it. Please don't do it. Um, what was your, I wasn't surprised motherfucker of 2021? I mean, the obvious one is eFootball. I, I was not surprised. <laughs> it was a, it was in a shit state when it launched um, and it still is, still is not in a great state. Um, so that's the obvious one. Wasn't surprised at all. I was telling you about it way before. I was just like, and I was doing it in a nice way. I was like, look, it's not going to be what you expect it to be. Um, and it turned out even worse, <laughs> to be honest. So, so that's where we are. But like the uh, like besides the obvious one, 
um, I would say Ubisoft jumping on like the NFT bandwagon didn't surprise me once they were like once they, once you once you see a fad in like in the gaming industry Ubisoft are going to jump on it and try mm-hmm. and make a pretty penny. Uh, they 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 I know they've they've tried or are trying to introduce it into Ghost Recon. They're gonna they've actively said they're gonna try and make games based around NFTs. I fucking hate that personally, uh, but I'm not surprised that Ubisoft were the first first studio like mm. major studio to like jump on that bandwagon. Didn't surprise me. I mean, unfortunately, I've got no allegiance. Everybody knows I worked there for a decade. I've got fond memories with Ubisoft. I love a lot of the people who work there, but as i've said many times on the show over the years it's not the same ubisoft they've made the wrong decisions so many times with games with gameplay with announcements behind the scenes if it wasn't for activision would still be talking about ubisoft uh you know under in unfortunate circumstances so i'm not going to waste any more energy on them before i forgot to mention drew's biggest uh oh my i'm not surprised motherfucker moment sorry was battlefield 2042 he knew it was going to be shit um very interesting for me i'm might trigger Alex a little bit here, but it's actually <laughs> I'm not surprised because I said it when it happened. But I was I was open minded because Alex sold it to me like a great salesman, and I was and I really wanted it to work. And that was Google's pullback of Stadia in 2021. Like we went oh. into it. No, we went into it like they launched hard. They signed so many developers. They had multiple games in house development. They were signing deals to get games on Stadia first or get it day and date you know with everything else yeah they were putting money behind it we were so excited and then january came and then the murmurs came that google have shut that project down they shut this project down we're like okay and then came the inevitable week one of february that jade redmond has left the studio and she was making the big google AAA game she goes to sony to make a game now and it was just i was shocked because all those negotiations that they had to get big games first on Stadia had stopped and they're probably reorganizing themselves about what Stadia is now you know I think it will still be a platform that's available there and it's a great option to have Alex you tested it you were really positive on it Um, but I was just actually surprised it happened so fast and so early in the year because we were literally going into October November December with games coming to Stadia first by a week or something like that and I was like shit Google are gonna have a huge 2021 so when they came into 2022 i thought i don't know man google i mean there's that website isn't there what everything google have shut down and i was just like it's gonna happen you know the the wheels will fall off like ole and um (laughs) yeah it happened pretty fast in 2021 so i wasn't surprised motherfuckers about stadia (laughs) alex what what were you not were you not surprised about uh well to be honest like going back to that stadia i mean stadia is a phenomenal platform and it is a shame that they did drop the ball um, but I did play two games on there, which were pretty much uh, what shocked me actually in terms of performance. Uh, one being Resident Evil Seven. I managed to complete that whole game on Stadia, and that was That's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, pretty consistent as well in terms of the connection. Uh, but um, but surprisingly as well, yeah, one of the most buggiest games of the year or the past two yeah. years would be Cyberpunk, and yeah. it was the most stable version of that game. And obviously, we've talked about this. You know what I mean? All the shit that we've gone through, or I've gone through, especially. Man, I mean, this game is possessed. But it kind of works. It kind of works with the, the lore of the game. Uh, but that's you know, that's no excuse for it. I mean, realistically, they could have done a lot better. You know what I mean? They CD Projekt Red, come on, fix it up. But yeah, you're right. Like they have um, 
Stadia has dropped the ball and hopefully um, they kind of take advantage of this chip shortage because this is the time to do that, mm -hmm. right? Because exactly. nobody can get consoles. You know, Xbox is now getting a bit more stronger in terms of the Xbox S sales. No, uh, yes, Series S. S sales. Yeah, the S, yeah. And nobody can get their hands on a PS5. So this is the perfect time for them to strike if they're yeah. smart about it. But we'll see, we'll see. Um, but my biggest, uh, well, yeah, uh, it's a quiet one really, but it's like Sonic Frontiers. Um, the announcement of that <laughs> that game it's which is going to be like it's just yeah yeah it's like come on I mean fair enough they did a pretty good job with the film yeah Sonic the Sonic movie came out and yeah it kind of revitalized the franchise but I really do think that Sega just needs to just hang up Sonic's coat man because I don't really think there's any life in it anymore you know so uh, when they announced it I was like yeah yeah that would have been great maybe 20 years ago <laughs> you know we'll I mean? see but, man we'll see yeah there's, we'll there's see the, we'll see they put a lot of money into it Let's it looks like regenerates it. It yeah, looks like yeah. Sonic, but Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, Sonic of the Wild or something, you know. And it's like, how's that really going to work, you know? So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, yeah, silently, I'm rooting for him. Yeah, hopefully, they can keep Sonic going because, yeah, it's it's one of the staple, um, more iconic video game characters of all time. But in terms of their decisions they've been making, in terms of game production and game style and direction, it's just been a miss. And I'm just when I heard this, like they're going to do like an open world Sonic game, I was like, come on, right, what's the next one going to be? Like an open uh, a Sonic GTA game, you know? It's like <laughs> where they going to where's it going to end? So, uh, yeah, that was my biggest um, what the fuck moment. Uh, yeah. yeah, interesting. Uh, so we'll yeah. move on. Um, Wade is on the same page as him. My, hey guys, you spoke about it already, but I just want to say my biggest disappointment of 2021 was eFootball. The delay, though, not the actual product itself. I had high hopes for the patch to launch and fix just some form of bearability to the game. Unfortunately, that was delayed, and that was my biggest disappointment. Not including eFootball, Sonny. Fucking thank you, Wade. Uh, what was your biggest disappointment? Um, this, the, if you work in the industry, the obvious answer is all the scandals that are going on with the developers. But I want to take that out uh, of the equation for this one. Um, there's two. One, obviously, it kind of went from 2020 into 2021. It's the fact that CD Projekt Red knew the game was fucked and they released it anyway and made people pay money for it. It's the fact that they hid it. Then they tried to say they didn't. And then all the internal memos and that video montage that they made in-house came out before launch. And it was just like, fuck's sake, you guys are disgusting. But my ultimate biggest disappointment was the way Sony handled the Vita closure. Uh, it was just ridiculous and stupid. You know, that was, uh, we've seen snippets of PS3 Sony um, throughout 2021, and they make some dumb decisions too. And Sony are very proud. They don't admit mistakes often. The fact that they quickly came out and said, look, we made a mistake. We did this wrong. Actually, this is what we're going to do. But listening to Vita developers, not being able to finish their projects or just buying a dev kit weeks before this announcement. And, you know, it was just bullshit. You know what I mean? So my biggest disappointment was Sony's handling of the, I don't give a fuck about the PS3 store, the PSP store. It's the Vita closure because Vita, um, as, yeah, it was a very niche product way ahead of its time, but it has such a humongous attach rate for software. That's why games still come out for it via digital platform, you know, and Sony killed it. And obviously they've killed it not for money-wise, they've killed it from a security standpoint because it's using the same infrastructure as PS5, obviously, and people can use that network. If they get into the PlayStation network, you remember that, right? That outage, you know, that was yeah. horrible. So 
they're closing up shop wherever they can to protect the PlayStation 5. But it was just a whole handling from Sony on that was a massive disappointment for me on mm-hmm. that one. Um, but Asim, what was your biggest disappointment of 2021? So on, an, on, a, on our podcast, I said Battlefield 2042, so I won't say that. I'll say something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, another disappointment for me was Far Cry 6. Oh, wow. Um, Interesting. Um, I bought it um, day one, played a few hours, Scott board. I think they need to take a take some time off. It's, it's just, the uh, same. You, oh, you, that's the is. biggest. It's the same open world structure for everyone. It really game, is. You know it's what like, I mean? The gameplay is it's okay. It's okay, and I, I presume like if you can look past all the like the boring side, like like not even side missions, like the missions that you need to progress the story. I presume the main missions are good. The good fun probably the story is probably good because you know they've got. Um, Giancarlo Esposito as the main, you know, the main bad guy, and he's a good actor. So I'm presuming the story is good, but you have to essentially wade through a lot of shit to get through to that part. It's not really mm-hmm. worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, it's been the same for a while now. And like, you can only, it's basically the Assassin's Creed syndrome, uh, where they need to take a couple of years out and come back with something like Valhalla, but obviously within the Far Cry universe, and then add to it with DLCs instead, rather than rather than just releasing a, a new game every couple of years, which is the same formula. Yep. And it's just, yeah, you know, well, you, you, liberate think, stuff and, and do this. I and think do the that. writing's on the wall now because a lot of big, high-named developers and directors and producers for Far Cry left. They, yeah. they, you have left Ubisoft. It's like they got sick and tired of everything that was going on and it's the same thing. So surprised yeah. at that one. Um, yeah. Alex, your biggest disappointment of 2021 besides your losses uh, in Tekken? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you mean my wins, but anyway. Um, (laughs) uh, The biggest disappointment uh, wasn't actually a game, it was an event, um, and it was the Sony State of Play. Uh, Just joking. (laughs) I was going to say, there's been worse ones than that. (laughs) (laughs) No, but no, it was an event, and it was actually the the Microsoft event. It was the Gamescom one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The catapult. Oh, my God, that was painful to watch. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, okay, come on, this is Xbox's time now, yeah? Because, like, obviously, they had a crap introduction you know when they showed showcased uh halo infinite you know the beta footage you know which was not ready for public viewing by any means you know they really shut themselves in the foot and the ball simultaneously and this was their one time to actually bring it all together and they dropped the ball again by making the most boring show ever i mean there's been some nintendo indie shows which have been like really boring but this one took the biscuit man and like you mentioned that catapult i mean Fair enough, you want to show a catapult to say, yeah, but to go into depth like it's a discovery show. You know what I mean? About it. It, yeah. <laughs> exactly, you know, for time. <laughs> and like they were just they were talking too long with the developers. You know, they should have really kept it short and sweet. And they should have just focused on the, the trailers, one after the other, and the announcements and just wrapped it up. But no, Microsoft had to do what Microsoft did, and it was crap. But they rebounded with Microsoft. the launch of Forza and Halo yeah. Infinite. They, 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 they smashed they it, they but did. yeah, they that did. was a painful that. fucking that game. Was, that was painful. So that was it. And uh, an honorable mention, because obviously it's full of these, uh, Grand Theft Auto Trilogy. Just had to throw that out there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, what, what, the, what they're doing. Like, Alex, why, how is that even possible for Rockstar to do this? They like, rendered rain. Any sense. They rendered rain underwater that's what i'm yeah, saying was, uh, <laughs> that's what happens when a machine they didn't render the rain it's like wherever you walked it was just like there it was just stuck in the air it's like come on <laughs> um, <laughs> so you're gonna like this um right in asim uh this is from fabian when i play games i play manly games 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have a headset. I have my squad. I'm playing Call of Duty Vanguard or I'm playing Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War or I'm playing Battlefield. That's my game. I like to kill people and blow their heads off. <laughs> my most anticipated game is Sniper Elite 5. So to my surprise, who would have thought I finally sat down and my girlfriend said to me, I want to play a game. Asim already knows what game this is. (laughs) So I had a look online and I found a game and lo and behold, it's one of the best games I've played in years. And yes, it takes two is my surprise of the year. What was the game that surprised you the most for 2021? Alex, we'll start with you. Okay, nice and quick, you know, at the back of Microsoft having such a shit presentation, they came back with an amazing update for Halo Infinite, and they actually just made an amazing multiplayer game initially, uh, and the campaign has just been released as well, and it's just been getting positive reviews left, right, and center. So obviously they know what they're talking about, you know, they, they know how to play to the audience, make them feel that, yeah, they're not really doing anything really well, make it really shit, lower their expectations, and then bam! You know, come with a triple A game just like that, which should have been what we saw like last year, but it, it worked, you know, it worked for them. So uh that that was my <laughs> that's my biggest surprise. But I mean, if you look at it, I mean God of War took like what five years, six years to mm. make from scratch to release. Halo Infinite was the same, you know, it costs yeah. a lot of money to make games like that, you know, which is absolutely massive. Um for me, it's Hitman three. Um, and the reason it's a surprise is I didn't think it could get that good. You know, I mm. did not think IO Interactive could do anything refreshing or new to the Hitman franchise, what they hadn't already done with the Hitman reboot and then Hitman 2. So when yeah. Hitman 3 came out and every level was just surprising me with its variety and difference and depth, two levels in particular, you know, Dartmouth Manor, uh, Berlin, Asim knows. Uh, I was just surprised every level and the okay. way you could do things and stuff like that. It just kept surprising me. What and it was everything was up, and there's no negative thing about that game whatsoever. Yeah. I, I've tried. I actually sat there and I tried to think of something rubbish about Hitman, but once you start playing it, there the, there is nothing rubbish about that game. You know what I mean? So except that it's yeah. not Solid Snake. But that's it. You know what I mean? What a game. So my biggest surprise was the fact that IO Interactive raised a bar that I thought couldn't be raised on this genre anymore. So that Hitman 3 for me. Uh, And what about you, Asim? So my my, my surprise game, um, probably thinking about it, like I'll I'll go something different than I talked about before on different podcasts. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, is my surprise game. I, you know, I think coming off Marvel's Avengers, uh, I know it wasn't developed by the same studio, but it was published by the same studio. You thought, I was thinking, okay, is it going to be the same similar situation? I know they kind of, they announced it, uh, was it at Gamescom this year or E3? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, then, yeah, you know, yeah. it, it had a short release period, essentially, like a campaign essentially yeah. before release. So, uh, and they said it was, was going to be a single player focused game, etc. I was like, uh, okay, yeah, it, it's Square Enix, we'll see. Um but it comes down the line. It's, it comes out at blown away by it. Like it, it is, it is up there with like Spider Man as like one of like the best Marvel base base games. Like really, the story, up yeah, there yeah, with Spider Man. Yeah, yeah the, story, the story, <laughs> story, the character. Like like if you like the Guardians movies, yeah, the, the story and the character interaction is up there, if not better than like okay. the stuff in the movies. Um, mm, wow. It look it looks stunning. Um, it had a few bugs on launch, like minor bugs, but they patched them in quite like fairly quickly. So the, the game looks stunning. It runs really well, especially if you're playing on PS5. That's... 
uh and gameplay is like it's, it's just super fun it's super fun it's nothing like you know like it, like groundbreaking or like breaking the mold or anything like that but gameplay is just fun it's like it's kind of like yeah. mass effect it's mass effect light like you can have conversations with people which i didn't expect which actually affect where the story goes i didn't expect that uh and like you okay. can get to you get to order your character like the like you play a star lord but you get to order like Drax around gamora around rocket around as well oh, right. uh, okay. tell them to do stuff it's 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 and you know it, it has that it's fast-paced and fun and it's just hmm. Never has a game made me laugh that much. I didn't expect it. Like it made me laugh while playing it. Like just the banter they're having, like while you're on the ship, is yeah. amazing. It's and like like to top it off, the audio, like the soundtrack to it, like a uh, you know the '80s soundtrack. You know, fighting a boss and you've yeah. got you've got Take on Me playing by Aha in the background. It's, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> that must uh, it's, it's, just, it's just great. And then you've got like a. Uh, you got the Rickroll uh, song, in, song yeah. in there as well, playing when you're like battling around. It's just, it's just super <laughs> cool. It's just, it's just, it surprised me. I didn't, I expected it to be okay. I didn't expect it to like blow me away and like be like actually like being my you know, like kind of top five or top ten for the year. Nice, um, really good. Nice, nice, excellent. Now I'm excited about this next category. It's all about <laughs> tech. Uh, this is from Sally, who uh, said that the DualSense controller and other technical features of what drawn me to the PlayStation 5, which was a surprise considering I played Xbox in the last generation. The biggest thing for me was the DualSense controller. Resident Evil Village showed me what the future could be like with it in your hands. So what was your best use of the DualSense and of 3D audio. So we'll break it into two. Best use of the dual sense, best use of 3D audio. Alex, you love your tech. We'll start with you. Um, I'll probably have to say uh, the one game that used it the best, uh, which is Astro. <laughs> you know, even though technically it did come out last year. I was going to say, you're cheating uh, again, man. You're cheating. <laughs> you're cheating. But like, I, was, I, was, I didn't really delve into it until this year, really. So um, yeah, it's a bit of a cheat, but um, I would definitely say it was Astro in terms of the actual um, the controller itself. The haptic feedback, phenomenal. I mean, obviously you've heard me talk about innovation all the time, and that is one of the most Nintendo-like things Sony's ever done. And it works. You know, I mean, the haptic feedback on the, the switch itself on the um, on the pro pad was phenomenal. But for Sony to just take that and just evolve it now with the uh, the resistor triggers, as we've mentioned countless times, that game showcased it perfectly. Um, but if I was to throw an honorable mention in there, <laughs> because, you know, I got to um, uh, 3D audio has to go down to that. Just Resident Evil, just Resident Evil, Resident Evil mm. times eight. Because, I mean, just from playing that one Maiden demo, you know, just woke me up in terms of exactly what the 3D audio um, that, uh, what's his name again? Uh, PlayStation did. Oh, freaking hell, I can't remember his name. The guy who was showcasing the, um, uh, Mark Cerny. Yeah, what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah, so... I could understand what the Tempest audio was really about. I mean, that one show, that one demo there showcased exactly what the technology they've implemented in it. And you can't get that same type of feeling and experience from any set of headphones, you know, unless it actually has that tech inside. So, yeah, but uh, those are my two. But, um, nice. but mainly nice. it was Astro. Uh, Asim, what was your best use of uh, sense of the dual sense and the 3D audio? So the best use of the dual sense, I've actually, I was messaging you about this earlier. I same. Went back, it's, it's the same. It's I, the same. <laughs> I, I went went back and I was like, I need to feel it again to see, like, just just to make sure I know what I'm talking about here. So I installed Returnal again, 
and without a doubt that is the best use of the dual sense so far the rain um, and not even the like like that the rain like the, like you feel the ground like you feel the different surfaces as well like when mm. you're playing the best thing i think about it like you know you've got the like the resistive triggers the way it uses the left one to like uh mm-hmm. for alternative fire essentially yeah, yeah. that's genius it's genius no one's no one's no one else has done that yet like because you you know you just you because you, you feel the, the stop point and that's when you stop like, like just aim with a normal gun and you hold it down to aim with like your special fire beautiful who would have mm-hmm. like that it's, it's very simple but a very very effective yeah, use yeah, of effective. sense uh mm-hmm. so so they have uh you know their other buttons free to use for other stuff if they want to um so I think for that, especially, and like like the stuff you mentioned, like 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 feeling the different surfaces and like the rain is all sunny, um, uh, and even like the audio as well. Uh, so I was playing it with like like my uh, the Pulse headset on just now uh, before we came on. Audio is superb as well. Like you can feel like you can literally hear and feel like the enemies kind of behind you, around you, essentially. You know, like uh, I'm not sure how far you've got or something in the game, but like like the second and third biome, like. Enemies swarm you like in some parts, uh, and you you have to like you get some visual cues, but you have to use the audio cues as well to like figure out kind of where they are as well around you while you're in that right. intense battle. And the way it uses that is absolutely brilliant. So I think for both actually, for me it will be Returnal, but um, I think an honorable mention would be obviously Resident Evil Eight for audio. Mm. Well, that's it. I mean, I mentioned it on the NGB Game of the Year podcast. Um, again, the link is in the description. Uh, that. I'm going to save spam Returnal. I don't have the fucking time to run <laughs> I'm doing through that all now. these levels. I'm doing that now. <laughs> uh, so I finished the first boss and then I got to um, the, the the sandy area and then I died. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I know that I can restart, get to there and I can start save spamming. But yeah, my best use of the dual sense is Returnal. Same thing. Uh, the controller feels amazing. Alex, you've played it, haven't you? A little bit as well. You've played, you felt the played controller. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about, buddy. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's absolutely it's stunning. And it's weird though. It's when you play Returnal, I don't know if you guys felt it or asking when you're playing it, you might have felt it. It's, it's the dual sense feels heavier. Yeah, yeah. And when I play does, in any other game, and I don't know why, but it just feels really? heavy. And I don't there's know. A yeah. There's yeah, a different yeah, yeah. you're right. There's a different weight to each gun as well. It's like mm. when you switch mm. guns as well, you the dual sense feels weirdly enough, as you're saying, heavier with yeah, some yeah, guns. Yeah. It does. So right. it, yeah, it's stunning. So Returnal Dual Sense, 3D audio, uh, Resident Evil Village. Um, same thing, everything Alex said, the Tempest audio, the fact that I can hear exactly where she is on the staircase without even having to look because I'm using the audio. It's scary yep. as fuck, especially that PT section with the <laughs> dual sense audio. And another Kill. one is the werewolves. Yeah. You hear it from behind. You just stop like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? And then you don't even look. You just start running. And yeah. then you turn around because you just <laughs> like the sound and you can hear it coming. And I'm like, oh, shit. So um, definitely Resident Evil Village for that one. Thank you for that, Sally. Okay, uh, we're almost there. Final category before uh, we quickly run through our top three. Best visuals, obviously. Yes, we love gameplay. Gameplay is fundamental. Gameplay is key, but it, visuals have a bit of a sexy touch for us, right? You know what I mean? It can make and break a game. So Jamie wrote yeah. in and said, 2021, many games were delayed and we didn't see the full potential of what the next generation consoles can do, but first party um, showed otherwise. So for me, my best visuals are Returnal. What are the best visuals you have seen in 2021? So I'll go first on that one. Yep, Returnal, I agree with that. 
Um, and then I mentioned it on the NGB show as well. Um, Kennebridge of Spirits. It was just something different, you know, in a, a year mm. where, yes, Ratchet probably was the absolute most stunning from a technical perspective. Um, yeah. Returnal just had this like gloom to it that I fucking loved. And it looked like Ava- closest thing to Avatar in a video game is Avatar, is uh, Returnal. But Kennebridge of Spirits is literally, it's not like it is a Pixar movie, man. It's beautiful, (laughs) it's lush, it's green, it's easy to play, but you you stop and you fuck around with that photo mode, man, because that game is stunningly beautiful. So Returnal and Kennebridge of Spirits for me, Jamie. Um, Asim, what was your best visuals of 2021? Uh, Yeah, without a doubt, Ratchet & Clank, a Rift Mm. Apart, uh, technical masterpiece on the ps5 that's yeah i I can't really say much yeah it's it's just Mm. like you mentioned with kenna it's like playing a pixar but this is pretty much the same you are like obviously they have a bigger budget like you know Mm. than ember labs did and uh etc and and they've obviously used that to good effect in ratchet and clank insomniac um yeah just you know whatever mode you play on whether you're you know they you're playing in the in the quality mode which is 30 uh, and 4K, or you're playing in performance, which is uh, goes to goes to 60, and now they released the 40 frames a second mode as well, mm-hmm. with ray tracing as well. So they've got kind of each step of the way. You've got something, you know, whether you, how you like to play it, it just looks amazing. It's like the worlds that you you know you traverse between you know through the rifts. Each one of them have that unique look. It's and the ray tracing, my god, like mm. um, like the ray tracing is just beautiful. It's in the I spent, eyes and yeah. the gun and everything. It's the guns, like, man. Even like you zoom in on the photo mode, little details, the fur as well on Ratchet and Rivet as well. Like it's it's just insane the amount of detail that that that, that there is there. It's just yeah, without a doubt, for me, Ratchet and Clank. It's a technical masterpiece. Nice, nice. nice Alex. Nice. Best yeah, visuals okay. of 2021. Best visuals of 2021 obviously goes to a Nintendo Switch game sure, um, by the name of Metroid Dread. <laughs> what they managed to do, I was only joking, but um, <laughs> I'll say that for another podcast. No, but uh, just to echo what's been said, uh, Returnal has to be the most gorgeous game like that I have witnessed in 2021. Um, yeah, Ratchet is definitely up there and I do need to delve into that. But what Housemark were able to do with so little, it seemed. And, and you know, you combine that with like the lighting effects and the particle physics that they utilize, combined with the actual whole nature of the game just being freaking weird, it felt like you were on another planet, you mm-hmm. know? And it's been very rare, well, very few games that really take you elsewhere, unless you're like on a, on a VR headset, you know? And that's one of the games which actually felt, I don't know, I just felt claustrophobic while playing the game. And, um, and I think they really, you know, they really smashed it then. So um, in terms of visuals, yeah. Eternal. I mean, I echo what the um, question was said in it. Definitely eternal. Anyways. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Uh, well, now we're going to go into top three for mm. Game of the Year. We're just going to run the list down. Uh, you have a 60-second pitch for your game. All right? That's the challenge. 60 seconds to pitch why it's in there. So, um, Asim, <laughs> you're number three. Alex is frozen because he's thinking, oh, man, what have I played? And then they're all fucking from 2018. <laughs> Classics. <laughs> That's when we had real games back then, you know. But Alex, uh, so Asim, sorry, your, your, yeah. your number, we'll do it in order, threes, then twos, and then ones. Yeah, sure. together. So uh, yeah. 60 seconds, your number three. My number three is Deathloop. Um, so, I mean, the way I'd, I'd say it is, it's a holy, like there's time loop games out there that, and there's, Maybe you, you call this a year of time loop games, you know, but 
it's the most unique time loop game that's out there. Um, um, I think everything it does, that, that you know, that it tries to set out to do in terms of its mechanics and gameplay and story, it sets out, you know, it does it with like incredible style and such confidence. Um, and the mission structure, which which we talked about on, on, on the NGB podcast is, is so wonderfully like designed, like it, it might take an hour or a bit to click, but once it clicks, that's it. Like Deathloop is your stealth action playground. It's for you to go out there and do your thing, take out these visionaries, find out, find the hell what's going on, you know, uh, with like um, the whole time loop thing, you know, and figure out the story essentially. Um, yeah, and the powers, the powers, man, it's just incredible. <laughs> you know, just tagging one person in, in a room and then like you chain all them together, then popping one's head, all them die, and you walk out. It's like, yeah, that's it. I'm done. Nice, nice. Well, death loops about time 74 seconds. (laughs) So close, mate. So close. Uh, Alex, you're number three. 60 seconds. Uh, Hit me. All right. My my number three best game, uh, game of the year. Uh, It's going to have to be uh, Last of Us Part Two, the PS5 update. So it's classed as a update (laughs) game. Yeah. So, yeah, this game is a retro game. Yeah. It did come out back way wet when, but however, this game still holds up today and it just shows that the creators, Naughty Dog, know how to make games which last the test of time. And this one is going to hold up for a long time, not only just through the gameplay, but also through the story, uh, which has now been translated into a TV show with WB, right? So, uh, that being said, keeping it under six seconds. Obviously, most people have played it, so I don't need to go into it. The game is freaking sick. Last of Us Part 2 up there. Oh. And that was uh, that was mine in your game of the year last year, wasn't it, Asim? Yeah, yep. The Last of Us 2, yeah. we did it. it was, <laughs> that was our game of the years as well. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, Hitman 3, I said everything I needed to say before, is absolutely stunning if you want to go stealth. If you want a stealth challenge, if you played Metal Gear mm-hmm. growing up, Hitman is for you. It has absolutely everything. It has a story, but it has the options, the possibilities. The only thing limiting you in this game is your imagination for violence. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, Hitman 3 is my number three. So sticking with me, we'll go back around the other way. Um, number two. So for me... Asim, I'm sticking with you on this one. Deathloop, um, you said it all there. There's the fact that the mission structure, the way that you work through this game, I spent the first three hours not liking this game at all. I was like, I'm just going to finish it. I'm just going to stick with it. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And then it clicks. And then you're like, oh, now I know what I'm doing. And now I know what I need to do and how to do it. And then the game comes great. But a bonus thing is people invading each yeah. other's <laughs> worlds. Like Asim came into mine, kill me. I recognized him on the roof fucking i tried to shoot him and about 50 enemies came at me asked him kill me i was like this geezer's not leaving my world because i had the, the backup respawn came back fell I off forgot, a building. i forgot he did i forgot he did i don't know why <laughs> i was it's celebrating what, i was like see yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just makes it, it that's the sort of game it is you know it is absolutely fun it's a playground that is literally the game an absolute playground you want to play like rambo play like rambo you want to play like bond play like bond totally up to you uh what a game Alex, you're runner-up for Game of the Year. Uh, runner-up Game of the Year is another classic because that's what I've been playing lately, and it's an updated... <laughs> it's an update for Horizon Forbidden oh, West. Right. Zero, Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn, yeah. <laughs> the game came out way back when. I've been playing it to death, as obviously everyone's been hearing about. And, uh, yeah, the game's phenomenal, even with the PS5 patch yeah so 60 frames gorgeous visuals and uh i'm sure they updated um the frozen wild section as well something about it but anyway that's my runner-up 
Uh, I don't need to go into it, obviously, because everybody's already clocked it. So yeah, nice, <laughs> so, nice. Uh, <laughs> you're speaking to two Horizon Platinums here. Right oh, really? Platinums already? Yeah, 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 don't worry. You got to join the club. You got to join the club. What was your runner-up for Game of the Year? You, you've just spoken about it as well. Uh, Hitman 3 is my runner-up. Um, I mean, just for the burden level alone or the Dartmoor level alone, it could be it could be game of the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's just that's just two missions, um, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you have a whole game around that, like like other missions as well. Um, and as you said, like you know, as Metal Gear or Splinter Cell fans, Stealth fans, um, you know, this game is there. This game was made to, like I feel like to satisfy us. <laughs> mm-hmm, uh, like each mission was like intricately designed, like stealth, like like stealth masterpiece essentially the ways you could take out targets in such different ways um i mean nothing else to add really like if, if you like stealth games you've got to play this 100 mm-hmm. okay we're here game of the year what was our best game of 2021 now for latest ps5 listeners last year both mine and alex's game of the year was astro um astro's playroom which launched with the playstation 5 so that was officially the latest ps5's Game of the year for 2021, uh, for 2020, but this year is going to be so much more. It's a cop-out, but it was amazing. But this year is going to be so much more different. So, Alex, what was your 2021 game of the year? (laughs) E-football. Metroid Dread. Never. Yeah, you know know it. Metroid Dread on the Nintendo Switch. That game came out of nowhere, and I think it was a perfect game to release for the uh, the OLED Switch, uh, of which it just looks phenomenal. Anyway, (laughs) however, uh, Metroid Dread is like one of the uh, most classic franchises, obviously coining the whole Metroidvania um, lore, Um, and I think they've came back, I think the Retro Studio to come back, no, it wasn't Retro Studio, it's an off-studio. But they've come back and they've actually made a phenomenal game, which just blew the socks off me and I don't know, millions of other people. So, and I think it's almost at three million in terms of sales. I think close it? to that. Yeah, yeah, three million. Hold on, what are you talking about? How many PS5 games have made? Right, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that <laughs> it? Is that it? Metroid. You know what I mean? All right. Anyway, so yeah, it's a droid. Yeah, droid. <laughs> uh, yeah. So next. if you haven't played it, go out there and get it. I'll go next because I want Ali, I want Asim to advertise the final game of 2021 for latest <laughs> yeah. PS5 to be this one. But for me, it was Resident Evil Village. Uh, everything I spoke about before, but it was a return to roots. It was a great... Resident Evil 7 felt like it wasn't a Resident Evil game. And then they decided to put Resident Evil at the end of it. And then it was a, it was a bit broken. It didn't know where it was going at the end. Resident Evil Village is a Resident Evil game. It carries on the narrative. Absolutely amazing from Resident Evil 7. It's scary, it's horror, it's action, it's visually absolutely stunning, it sounds amazing, the dual sense is great, the character, the bosses, so imaginative, stunning game, my 2021 game of the year, and I wouldn't say that lightly because there's been some really good games, Uh, there's been a lot of delays, but in the delays there's been some great games, but Resident Evil Village is my game of the year for 2021. Asim, we're going to leave it with you, uh, your 2021 game of the year, and what better game to end the latest <laughs> PS5's year to talk about than a game that is, symbolises what gaming is all about. I mean, absolutely. I, I feel like you two should play this together, by the way, as well. Fuck uh, that. We, we, we would start fighting <laughs> each other. Uh, so my, my, my game of the year is It Takes Two. What? Um, um, I mean... I, I mean, I talked about it on our podcast as well. Um, I mean, I feel like there's a reason why why co-op games are like, there's few and far between, like there's games like solely designed on co-op. 
um, because like for for dev teams, it's hard to nail the mechanics and keep it consistent for both players throughout like whatever mm-hmm. length it might be. Um, but with like it takes two, like Hazelight and Joseph and his team have, have absolutely nailed it. It's like uh, it's original, it's inventive, the story's heartwarming. It's just pure fun. Um, like I know something you're playing at the moment, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. go into any spoilers, but it's all everything like that for two people consistently. You'll laugh, like you'll get feels, you'll get the emotions running through you, you'll get into disagreements with your co-op partner, but that's what the game is actually about. Yeah. It's it's the way it encompasses and like reflects its story uh, in those moments. And like, um, yeah, it's just you know, and this might this might sound like a a dig at Nintendo, but I feel like it takes two has received you know the praise it deserves. It got Game of the Year at the Game Awards. But I feel like it deserves, if it was a Nintendo game, it would have got more praise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's one of those, like, yeah, if you, so if you look at nostalgia, was, prestige, that's what Nintendo it was. Gets. If, if you yeah. look at, if you look at the, the, just the platforming, and I've gone way over six seconds over here, but, but if you look at just the platforming <laughs> parts of it, it's yeah. up there with like a Mario, it's up there. Like it really, literally is like the feeling of joy and fun, the platforming and like, mm. the, 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 the smart, design of the platforming sections is mm-hmm. up there with a Mario game if not okay. in some parts better I'd say <laughs> you yeah, know because it's, yeah, it's designed because we'll it's, yeah. it's designed around two people doing it mm-hmm. yeah, two people okay. doing it and like like playing it together and figuring it out together so yeah. I mean you know there's yeah I, I, I just can't speak highly enough of it it I takes second two it. dude I second it, yeah. I'm, playing play. it. I'm playing it with my son he's eight years old and there's times where I get pissed off at him because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing and I've got to swap the pads around. I'm like, come on, man. This is why me and Alex can't play the game. Um, and there's but, so many moments. There's so many, like... Yeah, yeah, it's like, so, so good. Alex, each, yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, if there's so a good. game yeah. that you want your two boys to play together and you yeah. film them just for really to have should. those moments, that, this is the game. <laughs> it's, like one it's, of those so, games, it? it's so much fun. Dude, it's literally yeah. about... You're playing as two wooden i'm not going to spoil it too much you're playing as two wooden dolls mm. and you've got to get back to your human cells to get back into your human bodies right so you've been sucking right. into these two dolls yeah, yeah so it's like honey i shrunk the kids the trees humongous the grass is humongous to you and you're yeah, just trying to get home it. but the co-op sections of it are all about working together and the best feeling of this game is when you realize what you have to do yeah. you know right. what i mean because it both it always clicks at the same time you know what i mean yeah and, yeah and if you're having a good time, they have those competitive like head-to-head games yeah. in there just to make it a bit more fun. And man, I whoop my eight-year-old son's ass. <laughs> like, if he beats me, he ain't leaving until yeah. I win. You know, you know what I mean? but so, like, do you have to play? Is it two players all, uh, all the time, or can you? Have, is, time. Or is there like all a single player? There's no single player element. No single player. All this is designed oh. around club. And yeah. like, you, you can buy it. Like, like one person can buy it, and the other person can play yeah. with them for free. So, oh wow! Okay. That's the whole idea. Yeah, so even when it launched, and. Yeah. This is a game that doesn't draw to the masses. It, mm. you know, a couple months after release, million sold. A couple months after that, two million. A couple months after that, three million. It's now available on EA Play. It's now available on mm. Game Pass. So, yeah. if you have mm. access to the Alex, I think you've got Game Pass, haven't you? So, um, yeah. you can just get the get it on there and get the boys to play. But if they want to play with the PS5 pad, then they can. You know, um, yeah, the PS5, mate. PS5. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. EA Play three ninety nine. You get the PS5 version of the game. It looks absolutely mm. stunning as well. But what a right. way to end it. Um, yeah. 
Just shout out as well, Alex. 2021 was the year you got hold of a PS5. Do you remember? I was thinking about yeah, that earlier. That. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Proudest moment. I was like, my boy's grown <laughs> up. Finally, he's got the big boy machine. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm still playing retro games on it, man. I mean, it oh, just shows man. you how powerful it is. It's literally like the PlayStation Pro Pro. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's, no, but that just shows you what you missed console. out on, man, with the PS4. Yeah, right? it is. It is. Yeah, there have been some phenomenal games, and I'll, I'll catch up with one of them. But um, definitely... I will be playing a lot more new releases, you know, providing they do actually get released on schedule uh, <laughs> this year. But um, but yeah, man, it's been a phenomenal year. Yeah, yeah, and it's also the return to form for WWE 2K, even though it's not out till next year. But I can't <laughs> fucking wait. Um, so it before we go, I know, oh, mate. I'm so scared now. Butchered. I'm butchered, so scared. But, anyway. I'm so scared. Uh, but before we go, Asim, um, as I mentioned um, at the top of the show, I was a part of your NGB mm-hmm. Game of the Year episode. If you just want to shout out to the listeners what NGB is, uh, where they can yeah. find NGB and obviously uh, sort of content you guys create. Yeah, I mean, um, the Next Gen Base is what NGB stands for. So nextgenbase.com is our website. Uh, we do reviews, uh, previews, video videos podcasts uh we, we have a youtube channel as well again next gen base next gen base on twitter as well we do like uh we're not like digital foundry but we do tech analysis as well like that's quite popular with our audience on, nice. and community on there as well so ben uh who's uh my joint editor-in-chief on there like we you know we we work on content and i've just got, come back to the site originally mm. i started the site um you know i can't remember back when now maybe 2011 or 2010 or something like that uh, and then I went to work in the industry, so you know it was, I had to leave the site. Uh, but now I am out of the industry again, so I can do this again and go back to like writing about games, talking about games. So yeah, you can find us again, Next Gen Base. Search us uh, on all the socials, and yeah, nextgenbase.com. And yeah, uh, lots of content in the new year, hopefully. And listeners, if yeah, you yeah. want to talk to Asim about games or football, you can tweet <laughs> Asim at. A-S-I-M-T-A-N-V-I-R I'll put it in the description as at Asim Tanvir he really appreciates pictures of Fred nope, from Manchester nope. United so feel free to tweet them to him do you know what I mean he'll love it he'll absolutely love it but um, Alex this is it 2021 end we've got Asim so what is your yeah, final beautiful. your final thought Asim we'll go with you first because me and Alex always end up in war on these two so what's your final thought of 2021 for all the listeners I mean, it's been a great it's been a great year for gaming. Uh, mm. I'm not going to talk about out the, the world, but gaming itself has yeah. been fantastic, and that's been that's been like the getaway for I think pretty much all of us. Um, yeah. And I think 2022 is shaping up to be even a better year. Like we talked about it um, in one of the other podcasts for you guys uh, in terms of anticipated stuff. It's going to be a great year for gaming. It could be one of the best ever. So I'm looking forward to it, and I hope your listeners and your audiences too as well. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, definitely. I'll echo that. I mean, despite what's going on in the world, uh, they still managed to push out some phenomenal games. And uh, yeah, it's I'm just amazed at the, the the slate for next year, especially the beginning of next year. It's filled with AAA quality, but I mean, it's like Christmas again, you know, and uh, it just means that uh, next year game of the year is going to be an interesting show to watch as opposed to what we saw <laughs> you know, in a couple of weeks back, which was OK. You know, it was passable, but it's really going to be, you know, I mean, it's going to be Health to tell next year. You mean all the big guns are coming out, and I'm really looking forward to seeing exactly what these developers can really um, deliver, you know, to them to the masses. So yeah, I'm really excited. Mm. Sunny. Well, I could talk about God of War Ragnarok, but we've done that. I could talk about Horizon Forbidden West. We've done that. I can even talk about eFootball's update. We've done that. 
So I think the only thing that the latest PS5 podcast can leave you with for 2021 is if you are justice, please do not lie. <laughs> what is the price for your blind eye? The Batman 2022. Maybe talk about Batman every week. So we're finishing it with the Batman PR push, right? You oh know my that. gosh. You trail it out. I'm not watching it. I'm going full Metal Gear mode on this game now. But listeners, what I'm trying to say is, yes, Batman is everybody's number one, but we've got an amazing, probably the greatest year in video games coming. Not just video games, TV shows, not just TV shows, cinema. Make time. You know what I mean? Just yep. find a way to make time for these games and your loved ones, of course, but games first, loved ones second. Yep. I'm only joking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just if you got to man emergency go sleep less play more that's it that's how i do it you know what i mean there's no such thing as sleep anymore in 2022 we're going to be playing games all year round <laughs> that being said listeners thank you very much for listening to the latest ps5 in 2021 we'll be back to normal episodes in 2022 which will be next week obviously where we'll be bringing you all the latest news in the world of playstation with that being said yeah. thank you very much from myself i'll pass it over to asim and then alex for their goodbyes yeah, no, no uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, talking, I love talking games. So, I mean, hopefully we'll, we'll collaborate more in, the, in 2022. And uh, yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll echo what everyone's been saying. Uh, yeah, great seeing you, Asim. Always a pleasure. Sonny, pleasure. you motherfucker. That's just the way it is. <laughs> but yeah, it's been, a great year. it's been a great year for games. Yeah, we'll catch you next year. Have a good New Year's, everybody. And don't get too drunk. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Peace out. You know it too.